0: Hello, and welcome to another edition of Recruiting and Hospitality from Catra.com. As ever, I'm Lance Lottner-Ryan, and in each programme, we invite top guests from the world of hospitality to discuss issues affecting employers. We talk recruitment, development and retention, as well as matters affecting you and your teams. Now, uh, today, I am delighted to have with me somebody who's having an amazing career. Um, not just that, she's committed to developing careers for others and ensuring that hospitality is a nurturing environment for individuals to thrive and to prosper, uh, and that team members are, are given every every opportunity to to train and grow within, this, within the industry and as and as people as well. And we have a lot to talk about today. So I'll waste no more time. Please say hi to the General Manager of the Royal Lancaster and the founder of the Hoteliers Charter, Sally Beck. Hello.
1: Hi, nice to speak to you, Lance.
0: It's it's great to have you on the programme, Sally. It really is. Um, as I said, we've got a lot to talk about. Let's get stuck in. Can we talk about the start of your hospitality journey, how did you begin? Where, where did you study? Is it, is hospitality something you've always wanted to be involved with?
1: Um, yeah, well I was sort of born and bred in it. I'm a publican's daughter from Scunthorpe, so, um, uh, yeah, born and bred in it. So, um, yeah, so it, it just, it felt like the line of least resistance. Um, my sister's fluent in umpteen languages and went off travelling. And I just felt that hospitality was something that I wanted to do. So um, I went to Grimsby Tech and did um, a hotel management course. And at the end of two years, um, I headed off to the dormy uh, and became a, a trainee for two years, like a trainee manager, and did you know, a, you know, three or four months in each department. Um, and at the end of the two years, um, I thought, God, I'm not quite sure now what I want to do. Um, because it had all been so operationally led and my boss, Derek Silk, um, said to me, do you want to try sales? And I said, yep, yeah, sure, uh, not having any idea particularly. And, um, and then I headed off in my old 2CV, uh, which is a fair wreck actually, um, and started loitering around industrial estates um, and really enjoyed it um, and um, started sort of being a sales exec um uh, and carried on doing sales until i moved um yeah up up, up the ladder really um and ended up being uh, director of sales and marketing at the conrad in chelsea harbor
0: oh uh, yeah. oh my beloved conrad yeah absolutely yeah
1: <laughs> uh, and then i moved and did the reopening of the Royal garden uh was there for a while, uh and then I went to uh Aramark for a brief heartbeat uh and then off to uh the landmark as director sales and marketing and then eventually after I think 10, 12 years at the landmark, then moved back into operations as hotel manager here and then in a heartbeat, general manager. So that's a whistle stop
0: tour, but yeah. Um because um, re- re- that sounds a bit I mean ha- I mean how did you <laughs> How did that happen? I mean, being made the general manager of the Royal Lancaster—that's not a small thing.
1: No, um, I had—I'd said been at the Landmark as director of sales and marketing for twelve years, and the team. So the the Landmark and the Lancaster and K West—it's a small family-owned company. But you know, I mean, I'd say these are big hotels that are privately owned. Mm. But it's yeah, I've, yeah. I've, always, I've always enjoyed privately owned, independent hotels. Um, So, and I mean, they they also knew knew, I think, of my capacity. Um, And when the owner bought Basel Street Apartments, which they did, God, 15, 20 years ago now, um, Mm -hmm. it's probably 15, 18 years, said, Sally, do you want to run that as an operational challenge while I was direct sales and marketing? And I said, yeah, sure. And so I had that development and then And then uh, there were some changes at the senior level, and we wanted to try and sort of link the hotels more. So I moved from the landmark to the Royal Lancaster as hotel manager, and the hotel manager here, guy called Andrew Batchelor, moved to the landmark as hotel manager. So we were just trying to sort of get ourselves a little bit closer. And I was meant to work for the then general manager for two years and earn my stripes and learn, you know, the whole piece. Um, for a couple of years and then take over from him when he then went to the landmark to take over from Francis Green, who was due to retire. And, but it all changed. I started here November 12 and at the end of November 12, 2012, um, Stephen keuk Klein had handed in his notice, He was my general manager here. So I, I didn't get that two year learning from him. Um, I got three months. And then the company went to to get a general manager because obviously there's no way I could take that. It was like, oh my God, you know. Um, and it, it about six months to recruit. Um, and when they got the guy, the general man, the owner wasn't sure. And so they had to go back to the marketplace again. And that's when I said, actually, do you know what? I've now been acting general manager for about six months. I'd, I'd like to be considered. Um, because then I was less scared
0: yes. Um, yes. and
1: less overawed by it. Um, And yeah, so long story short, um, they gave me a shot, but it was quite, it was quite a big leap of faith for them because, albeit they knew me because we'd worked together for, you know, 13, 14 years, but we were about to go into a monster renovation at Mm. the Royal Lancaster, you know, we were quite tired and it it was meant to be a 40 million and it ended up as an 85 million pound refit. And um, so a brand new general manager, never done a project before, big beast. That was quite a, quite a level of trust they gave me, but, um, yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it, it,
0: it, from listening to you, it sounds very much like you learned on the job. Everything uh, that, you, th- that brought you to this place was learned by experience. How important do you think that is in hospitality?
1: Well, I, I think I'm pretty typical, but yes, I've learned, I've learned on the job. I've learned from people around me and I've, I've gained my experience within my career. But I think that's the beauty of hospitality. Um, yeah, we, there's opportunity. I, you know, I, I think in our industry, too many people say we're lucky. I could say I, I was lucky. I'm not lucky. My values and my behaviours are in line all the time. I do work hard. And when, when you've got that combination, values and behaviours in line and someone that works hard, opportunities open up to you. And i think that happens in hospitality all the time positive people with positive actions constantly working well opportunities open up and then the world's your oyster i'm a publican's daughter from Scunthorpe who didn't go to uni who's running one of the best hotels in london
0: absolutely yeah
1: so so i i I think it's typical in hospitality um but we don't shout about it enough
0: right we're going to get on to that because that's another be in my (laughs) bonnet Um, (laughs) um, okay from everything that you've learned especially being at the Royal Lancaster which is like we've touched on it's it's an important it's a major role the hoteliers charter where did the idea from that of for that spring from
1: um it, it 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 was sort of a the result of a bit of a rant actually um the my eldest daughter was about 15 um and she was she's it was in a comprehensive in oxfordshire and she wanted to come and do work experience at our hotel and so you know we'd set up like you know 5 days to do I don't know a bit of food and beverage a bit of pastry because everyone loves pastry um <laughs> housekeeping you know whatever so we've got 5 days lined up and she was coming with a girlfriend of hers also 15 but the girlfriend's mother, the week before, stopped stopped her girl her daughter coming, and she said, "Why would my daughter? Why would I want my daughter to be a servant?" And I thought, "Wow, Jesus!" And and you know, how far do we have to go in our industry? And, and I had been um, given, oh, probably the highlight of my career, the um, you know Hotelier of the Year award. And I had to do my acceptance speech and, and I was looking at the, the hotel of the Year Award had been going for 36 years and and I thought in that 36 years, we still haven't moved forward in how we're perceived as an industry. And so my acceptance speech became a bit of a rant where I was saying, you know, this 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 mother, this 40 odd year old lady in Buckinghamshire has this opinion of our industry and 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 I felt we just needed to do more um you know and, and 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 do better and I feel that hotels generally do it better um, and 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 that hotels need a voice to say we're best in class within hospitality for careers and not just jobs and um, and that we yeah we should just shout about it and and people came to me and said oh my god so si, it's a great idea let's do it and and I'm a active member of the West London Hotel Association and the day after I'd got my award, we happened to have one of our meetings and we said, We we need a charter, we need a bloody charter. And it's like, Oh my god, we do, we need a charter. And and that was it. And and we 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 I then reached out to Kate Nichols and I reached out to Mark Mark Lewis um, from um, hospitality action and, and and a few people and, and we just said let let's let's put 10 commitments down and, and let's let's see what we can do with it. And it grew Yeah. there.
0: Let's let's talk about that a, a little. Uh, each point in the charter must have been, I mean, must have been thoroughly thought through. Nothing is by accident. In practice, how do you, at the Royal Lancaster, how do you make these pledges a reality?
1: Um, okay. Well, I mean that. Well, we don't necessarily need to go through all, all ten of them, but no, no, no. it's the first one is developing team members through training and apprenticeships and coaching and mentoring, and and giving careers, not just jobs. I mean, you know, we touched on my career, mm. you know, you know, I always moved it forward, um, and and we do that here. I had I had twenty six apprentices two years ago, um, and and they pretty much all finished through furlough. <laughs> it was like, you know, and most of them all got distinction. Um, mm. So and, and the apprenticeship programs at the moment aren't just for 16 to 18 year olds. They go right the way until you're 60. Mm. So we we uh, we do a lot of level threes and level fours, a few level fives. And these are for, for supervisors into managers, managers into sort of more senior managers. And 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 we do that as part and parcel of our hotel. Um, I've got apprentices in um, finance, in uh, human resources, in food and beverage, in revenue, sales and marketing, as well as kitchens. Um, And and it's great. Uh, You keep people longer. Uh, They develop usually once they start an apprenticeship. um, They've usually been promoted before they even get to the end of it because you get the benefit within the business of their learning. Um, So I'm a great believer in that. Um, and we do it. Um, we, we do quarterly reviews for all our teams. Um, it's difficult, but it's good. And you, and you then, people then keep developing. So it's a good way. Um, so to my mind, it's just a good way of running business. So that's that's one that we do at the Royal Lancaster and have done.
0: There's something well, I, do, I do want to ask you in particular. Um, in the last few years, um, our, right across all employers, not just in hospitality, but the mindset has changed uh, about protecting employees' mental health. Now, one of the one of the pledges in 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 the, in the charter is um, a, a positive, uh, nourishing workplace environment. But also, at, you know, being able to access an employee assistance program to supply support if it's needed. How important was that, and, and how does it work at the Royal Lancaster?
1: it was massively important Um, i mean it was important before we had the whole covid thing Um, you know we have 47 different nationalities at our hotel and that's that's 47 different cultures languages you know um and and some are away from home some are living in difficult lives etc so i think to create a nurturing environment is good um so you know that nurturing piece you know we've got a football team we've got a softball team we do social stuff um so you know there's a social committee that does i mean pub pub nights quiz nights stuff like that so that's quite important but the employee assist program that we we do ours through hospitality action it's an inexpensive way to support team members i think it's five pound um five pound an employee um and i have to say team members sometimes need that help Uh, Whether it's mental health, um, whether it's um, drugs or alcohol or debt um, or anything, Uh, hospitality action is amazing and they wrap their hands around uh, team members that can get into Pickle. Sometimes it's through no fault of their own, just through illness, needing extra support. Um, so, you know, these are just good practices that any good business should should be doing, and all we've done is just write them down into ten points, really. Um, but yeah, it, it's 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 held its own through the last couple of years.
0: How many um, um, companies do you have on board as the uh, um, signed up to the charter? Uh,
1: I think at the last count is about 500 hoteliers now. It's wow, terrific. Um, there's a team of people at the is Charter that keep a whole track on it, because obviously I've got a big job here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and there's um, lots of support from the industry to, to help it help it self fund and, and keep going, which is which is just great. Um, and I think it's also it's also creating a bit of glue between a lot of good things that happen in the industry, but sometimes don't get traction. Um, you know, so it's linking linking people together. I suppose the the different things with the is charter. It's GMs, mm. um, so it's 500 GMs that you can you can speak to. Um, whereas often it's, it's not always GMs. It it might be you know other people within the organisation. But um, I think it's the GM that drives the culture of the property. Um, yes. So it's them that need to sign up to say yeah they're they're committed to the points
0: Mm. um something i do want to ask you about the educators forum what is it
1: yeah it's it's um basically um all all, i mean all of us need to get closer to the to our feeder our feeder markets of, of employees comes through our colleges and our universities um and so uh in in the charter you've got Basically, PACE, which is the um, colleges, um, the catering colleges um, uh, across the whole of the UK. You've also got the universities for um, hospitality um, and travel and tourism all all linked there. Um, And I mean, I use that network for us. We were um, headquarters of UEFA for the recent Euros, uh, Euro 2020. And I don't know whether you recall at that time, we were all coming out of um, some restrictions at that time. And we were all really struggling for staff, really struggling because a lot of our Europeans had gone home. um, uh, Obviously, the whole Brexit thing had gone on. Those with settled status were still staying in Europe because they weren't sure they were going to get full time work. So there was a real, um, real need for some employment, and we were going from a 20% occupancy, which we've been trundling along at for ages, and then we're going to have three weeks of 100% occupancy. Um, And and I just went straight to our local colleges, schools, not schools, sorry, colleges and universities, um, and we ended up with 54 students coming to work with us for three weeks guaranteed work experience in every area of the hotel to help us run the Euros, um, and it was amazing. Um, so I think, you know, all these colleges and universities are always there all the time. And all the Charter has done is just put a little network together saying you can, this, this is where they are in your area. Um, and, and we still work with our colleges now. We've got um, living work experience. We've got Tameside College in, univer- in Manchester. That sends us three students every fortnight um, working in frontline positions, and it's tied into their curriculum. Um, and and the more hoteliers connect with their local schools to help improve that reputation of us as an industry. Because both my daughters were in two different schools, one in Buckinghamshire, one in Oxfordshire, and when they went to do their O-level um, GCSE <laughs> selections, sorry, <laughs> so yeah, old, yeah, uh, so GCSE so. and, and, uh, and then going on to further education, hospitality didn't come up as an option for them. and And I think that's wrong. And I know that Springboard do a lot of good work in it, but they need more help. So as a local school, a local employer, I'm reaching out, there's six comprehensive or six secondary schools near us, and I'm reaching out to them because if I can do a little bit of um, exposure, come and see us, you know, talk to these schools, then when they get to take their options, they might think, well, actually, you know what, hospitality is quite interesting. There's that hotel down the road that's quite nice, did a bit of work experience there, and um, maybe I'll look at that. And that just helps change that perception and that get us more excited.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you mentioned this earlier. It's about um, standing up and shouting out and saying, telling everybody that hospitality is a great career to have. But how do we put this out there to more employers? How do we get people standing up on tables and saying, come on, hospitality I is, is, is it's a great job choice, not just a job choice, but a career choice?
1: I think we've just got to shout about all the good stuff. I mean, there's so much good stuff in our industry. I mean, God, you know, if, if you if you like people, then, then you wanna be in hospitality because you rub shoulders and you're working with all the entertainment business, sporting business, amazing corporate clients that are doing exciting things in the world. Um, you can have events, sales, marketing, all sorts of things happening. But we only think uh, that for some reason, we only talk about long hours and low pay, and that's historical. My team don't do 12-hour days. Okay. You know, my team are paid. You know, obviously there's been a lot of wage inflation lately. Mm. But, you know, they're paid the London living wage and beyond. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's it's we still only talk about the bad stuff. We don't talk about all the good stuff. I mean, split shifts are pretty much out with the arc now. Mm. um you know but we somehow don't get it out there and I think we just need to shout about the joy that we have you know um you know working Christmas is great fun (laughs) it's great fun um but yeah there's there's good pay there's great career opportunities and I just don't think we have positioned it correctly
0: is it something you're going to be sort of pushing moving forward is that is
1: um, I, I think it's it's not it's not about me. I think I'd probably like some of my apprentices to sort of share their story. Um, you know, we've got people that have done amazing career moves. Yeah. They've come as young people to us at 17, 18, and are now heading teams at 25, 26, um, and and running small businesses within our within our hotel. Um, you know, I think those are the stories that are going to ignite young people um, in colleges and schools. You know, I'm seen as an old um, duffer now. You know, mid fifties. It's it's hearing from from the young people, the Generation Zs and the Generation Ys, and uh, you know those those that are, are forging these careers now through hospitality and through hotels. That that's what's going to engage other young people to think. Do you know what?
0: What a cracking career! Mm. Um, mm. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, Sally, look, it's been a it's been a fantastic conversation. It really has. Is there anything exciting coming up at the Royal Lancaster? Do I need to be there for anything coming up soon? Let
1: me think. Um, we coming always up have, have something a- maybe. Yeah, we always have something exciting going on um, this summer. I think all the Hyde Park Concerts are going to be back uh, because they're all cancelled last year and we do really well with that. There's so many people that love to stay with us and then trot along to the concerts and stuff. So I think that's all good. I'm super excited that we've now just put in our own um, uh, Thai uh, massage treatment. Uh, We're we're a Thai owned family owned uh, by a Thai company and so we've gone back to our heritage so we can now have authentic Thai massages. Um, and all that that's all that's all quite new for us but yeah there's always something exciting going on here so yeah come over
0: fantastic fantastic Sally it's been an absolute pleasure thank you so much for talking to me today Um, I just need to say if you want to uh, keep up with uh, ktra.com's recruiting in hospitality podcast Please follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. You can catch us on Twitter, on LinkedIn, on Instagram, and we're now on Facebook too. Um, I'm Lance Ottner. ryan Thank you very much uh, to Sally Beck for talking to me today, and I'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.